This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Uh, welcome, welcome to another week and another episode of Ike's Flame. And it is great to be with you guys and talk about some more Star Wars. And this week, we got some awesome guests on. We got Sammy and Ashley and their tag-along Dan, I think, um, from Vixie Dust Twins. Um, so how are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. We're doing good. Yes, it's good to be back. Mm-hmm, awesome. Yeah. Sure. Um, great to have you guys. And... We're going to have an awesome episode and talk some Mando this week. All right, everyone. So uh, we're really, all four of us are really excited because we're talking about the Mandalorian and we're kind of doing this joint episode. So if mm-hmm. it sounds different or weird, that's why, because um, we're just going to have a conversation. Yes. But Mandalorian season three is out. It's it's done. You can go on and binge it. I binged it in a day and a half mm-hmm. to each their own uh, of binging. So let's, let's just dive in each, each let's how many how many chapters are there 17 to 24 so eight chapters chapters. and we are going to just break them apart so let's let's start chapter 17 i have have a question before we get started before we we get going you mentioned Mm -hmm. you binged it in a day and a half so did you Mm -hmm. not watch it until this week yep guilty thursday and friday okay (laughs) i do not weekly i don't watch things weekly Uh, i i see i um have been i have so much other content that i'm trying to get through because we're getting ready for Harry Potter. And then my boyfriend has other things that he likes to watch. So when I'm with him and we're watching that, and it just, it's its too much. That's does fair. I was just curious. Like, curious. Does he not like Mando? You know, I didn't think about asking him to watch it oh, with okay. me. Okay. Okay. Like, do I need to have words with this? No, because we've been kind of going through <laughs> we to question together. This I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> no, he watched, he's watched the first two seasons. I just okay. didn't think about us watching them together as they came out. Okay. Because there's other things we've been watching. Fair. Fair okay. enough. Just Fair curious. Enough. Okay. Yeah. Look, okay. I'm 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 like way behind on all this because I misread this letting Isaac know. I misread the schedule. I thought we were talking Andor today, did not realize we were talking Mandalorian, so Andor is fresh in my mind. Have not watched Mandalorian, so this is all gonna be like, hey, I'm watching the show via discussion. So mm-hmm. all right. And he's okay so with spoil spoilers. everything he's for me. Fine That's with fine. I'm not a, yes. I'm, yeah. you know, so I'm not as a I say, if he's here, he probably is then. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Which, it's all good. Um everyone pixie dusters ike's people uh i explain people um spoiler 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 if you have not yes. watched mandalorian season three you need to turn this uh, this episode off like we are going to mm-hmm. talk all the things spoilers so or if you're just a maniac like me and you just want to you know ruin everything for yourself yep. Mm-hmm. yep yeah Definitely. uh so <laughs> season three starts up on chapter 17 the apostate apostate I don't know. Uh, it got a 7.5 rating on IMBD, which I didn't know episodes had their own specific ratings, but apparently yes. they do. Mm-hmm. And the summary, summary. Oh, I love these the summaries. Episode, <laughs> <laughs> IMBD summary. Uh, the Mandalorian begins an important journey. It's like half of his episodes, but okay. I know. Yeah. It's like all the Mandalorian it's does, but are so you know, not descriptive at all. No, not no. at Essentially all. useless, but thank you, IMDb. Mm-hmm. Not a fantasy all. world where things happen. Boom. Description. Uh-huh. Mando and Grogu, <laughs> go do things. Right. Yep. Adventures of Mando and Grogu. 
That's what it is. What it should be called now. <laughs> How much would have bet there's going to be an animated series about that sometime? There is a they short animated thing about Grogu that I found on Disney Plus last night. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, it's Seriously? a little short. Yeah, look for Disney yeah. Shorts and he's on there. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did not well, know that. I didn't watch it because I had other things to watch, but. Yeah. I don't even I'm looking at my own notes and I don't even know what I one of my notes is about. But anyways, um, it's cool because uh, Bo-Katan is back in the seer in the season yes. and she is in the whole season. Mm-hmm. I am nice. super happy about that. Yes. yes. Love Bo-Katan. I love her. Awesome. Yeah, she she's really grown on me. I wasn't a big fan of her in the animated clone series mm-hmm. because really? she just annoyed me. Huh. I don't know why, but she did. But she, whoever played her, I didn't put who plays who. Whoever plays her kind of redeemed her for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially it's the same season. actress. It's the same, it's the same person. It's yeah, the same, same person, yeah. Same person as the voice? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They nice. invited her to be part of the series, yep. yeah. They don't do that very often, so no, that's awesome. I thought that yeah. was very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was very neat when they did that, yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what was you guys' thoughts, like, as you were starting to watch the episode again like i know sammy you were super excited for mando season three like, you've been complaining you've been complaining back. about waiting for it forever i have yeah. been and they started right at the beginning when they're in the ship and you know grogu's hanging out and then he crawls into mando's lap and i was like this is the most adorable thing i've ever seen oh my gosh it's so cute i just love those little moments with them and you made a note ashley <laughs> Your last note. Hey, look, the little guys from the ninth of Star Wars. Wait, I remember what that is now. <laughs> the the Anselin mechanics. That's who you're talking about, right? Yes, yes, it oh, is. Oh, I love to oh, see them again too. The yes. little tiny mechanic puppet tiny. guys. What are they? Yeah. Uh what's the dude's know. name um in the ninth episode? Oh Bobby remember. Frick. Bobby Frick. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> like I feel like it's on the tip of my I head. just knew them as Bobby Fricks. I didn't know what yeah they're in zelen mechanics i looked it up because i was like what did they call them yeah i love them and i i just love how mando cannot understand a word they're saying and i'm like is it that hard to to follow mando but okay and then the way grogu dan since you haven't seen it grogu Mm -hmm. thinks that they are pets and he tries to collect Mm -hmm. one to bring with him as a as a little pet for himself which he's promptly told no Seems like Grogu. Well, he's always trying to. He was trying to eat the little egg guys in the first season. So I know I was worried he was going to try. He did eat several egg guys. Yes, I was worried he was. I was like, what is Grogu doing with these fellas? Because you know, I'm like, please don't try and like eat it or do something with it. But no, he just wanted a pet. He just wanted something to cuddle. Oh, he's precious. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. But I liked this intro to to bring us up to speed on what they're doing. Well, I kind of. I kind of got confused at the beginning. I don't know if anybody else was confused with me because they open up with the covert. Yeah. Yeah, Covert. And it's this little Mandalorian that could potentially look like Din. Oh, I did. As a young one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is this starting as a pre like, are we seeing history? And then all these things are happening. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? And then the ship comes and I'm like, oh, no, wait, there's Mando. Wait, what's happening? Yeah, I I (laughs) I did the same same. thing because, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, is this like a flashback for when Din became a foundling and all that? So Mm -hmm. was my initial reaction to it as well. So, yeah, I was like, wait, is it? But fun fact I do have about the actor. So that's Wesley James Jack Kimmel, who plays the little the little Mm -hmm. Mando. 
and he is the nephew of Jimmy Kimmel, the talk show host. So fun fact hmm. for you. That's nice. fun. Only huh. because I just was curious because I'm like, he kind of looks familiar, but I did not recognize him from anything. But I found yeah. that out when I looked up the actor. So Jimmy go. is going to use that. My nephew is in Star Wars. Exactly. And there you go. Yeah. One step away yeah. now from Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, anything highlighting you want to talk about in the episode, Isaac? Um, I mean, yeah, I thought it was a solid, good first episode. Um, mm-hmm. I think we get this like, uh, the initial like we get the initial like hey what's gonna happen in this season with the idea of like hey i'm gonna go to mandalore i'm gonna bathe in the waters of mandalore and all that and mm-hmm. which is an awesome like kind of start i enjoyed that and the fact of like hey like that's something we want to see like i think that's something mm-hmm. as we walked into the season that most fans were wanting to see see mandalore to some capacity and all that so mm-hmm. i i enjoyed what they did with that and how they brought all of that together and brought that in Mm-hmm. um yeah so and i guess like my question for you guys is it's kind of towards the end of the episode when we see bo katan for the first time like what were your initial reactions when we saw her um at the end of that episode excited okay. i was happy to see her but i did wonder does she just like hang out on that throne all day like i just had questions if if she like saw it Din coming and she's like, oh, I got to go sit down and wait for him. Or does she just like mourn over her lost life and hang out on the the throne all day? I was yeah. like, do I feel bad for her? I mean, she's just angry and and rightfully so. She's she's lost. But mm-hmm. I was curious about yeah. that. But yeah. I was happy to see her because I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, would I, you not sit on a throne if you had if you had one? I mean, I just... mean, I feel like I would. And the That's way fair. she did it is so like chill, you know, yeah. just like she had her leg over one. Yeah. And it was yeah. just yeah i mean yeah. how many of us have ever dreamed of just chilling out of the throne just like this I mean, that's fair i probably yeah. would do that True. a lot of my day yeah. Mm. Yeah. i was kind of yeah. surprised with how standoffish she was initially like mm. i mean i i get she was upset but also like she was like to the point where it was like you don't want anything to do with anybody um yes. and like i don't know it, i just find that very interesting it was it was interesting to see that like how how upset she was actually um which played into the rest of the season but i mm-hmm. i was kind of yeah. honestly kind of surprised how upset and mad and she's like i don't want you coming back here and all this stuff and mm-hmm. it, it was just interesting to see how upset she actually was mm-hmm. I, I was not surprised i wasn't yeah because the end of the last episode or the in season two she doesn't get the dark saber and mm-hmm. that's her whole purpose is to get yep. that dark saber and yep. mando has it out of all the people mm-hmm. yep and she's ticked because she wants it yes mm-hmm. she's tried to give it to her and that i think is insulting to her because it's supposed to be a warrior thing yeah mm-hmm. and then because of not getting it her literal whole cohort leaves her mm-hmm. yeah and says no we're not gonna follow you anymore and the whole yeah. that whole thing kind of just annoys me i'm like if you if she is truly your leader, why do you need some stupid sword? Well, but I mean, there's Excalibur and all the other lore when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was I was not surprised at all. Honestly, I thought she was gonna like shoot him out of that past palace. I thought there was gonna be a little fight scene going on. I think she game. was when she thought he came back. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I, mean, I think to. that one was about to go down yes. there. Yeah. But um, Ashley, I know one of your notes on here. You said I don't understand why Din thinks he needs to be part of their way 
you know, where he wants to go bathe so he can redeem himself yeah. and be accepted. But it's the same thing really for Bo Katan, because it's like the sword, it doesn't really mean anything, but they put a lot of emphasis on it. So the, all these Mandos judge each other for things they believe in, but they all believe in sort of silly things at the end of yeah. the day, which I know we yeah. explore a lot in this season, but mm-hmm. you know, the sword, not taking off your helmet, all of that nonsense, doing the creed, it's all one big jumbled thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's different factions of like one thing that's been interpreted mm. by different, you know, exactly. people. Yeah. It's I wonder like, what you know, that sounds like. What's that? I, I wonder what I, that sounds like. I'm keeping my mouth shut. There's far <laughs> too many things I could say about that. Mando is a hardcore uh, fundamentalist. I'll put it that way. Yeah, well, and I think also it's like a little bit of like because we also learn later in the episode, like later in the season, like Mando doesn't understand all of the lore to mm-hmm. the dark saber and things so that that is interesting to hear that when i mean we get some of that later in the season as well mm-hmm. it's like for mando this is it i mean that's that's what it is and so yep. that's that's the significance of it but like he doesn't understand the dark saber and everything else and i mean obviously we yeah. got a little bit of that in season two but we get that expounded on more here in season three which is interesting as well mm-hmm. um yeah. He's a, he's classic purist. Like that is his heart, his coal. He he. That's where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he what his purpose is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So other thing I was gonna ask because this is the episode we get pergils right, and then they do nothing with it. We get what? Pergils, right? Do you guys know what pergils are? No. Remind okay. me. Um. So when they're in hyperspace and Grogu oh, looks yeah. out the side but, and we yeah, see. The, yeah, I could the, not have remembered their name. Space whales. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Space whales. Um, yeah, I thought they were gonna like do something, and nothing. then they're just they're just they're hanging just out. There. We're just we, looking at them. Grogu's like that. That's one thing, I, and we'll talk about probably more of these later. But we got so many like rebels references and True. talks like drops in this season, and then we got nothing from it. I was like. That's yeah, interesting. I, f- I feel like yeah, it's a lot of name show up, the big uh like I forget I forget his name, but like the big Zeb. Ze- yeah, Zeb. Yeah, Zeb. Up. I did yeah. see that clip. I was like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. I yeah. think we're leading into Ahsoka. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. This is all yeah. gonna lead into Ahsoka. Yep. So we're yeah. setting up a lot of okay, fundamentals. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll be honest, like somebody was telling me, like, you gotta watch this, you're gonna see who shows up. In my mind, I was like, it's not gonna be Ezra Bridger. There's no way Ezra Bridger's gonna show up in this casual which it didn't. So I was like, okay, thank you. Don't, you know, ruin it like that. That's but, for Ahsoka. And if he exactly. doesn't show up in Ahsoka, I might get angry. I think we'll all get pretty angry. Then yeah, true. Yeah. I think like up. this yeah. is this is like a we we have we didn't get him back at the end of Rebels and we've been mm-hmm. waiting and waiting, mm-hmm. waiting. Like, give it to us. We yeah. need mm-hmm. him back. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I have some interesting thoughts on that. But yeah, I think that we'll get him eventually, probably. But mm-hmm. I hope so. Okay, anything else from episode one? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore. So he's on his way to Mandalore. Uh, him and Grogu explore the ruins of a destroyed planet. Okay, I'm I'm seeing Man- Mandalore the way it is in the show is, is so sad because we know what it's supposed to look like from clone wars. Mm -hmm. And and even though it was starting to go through the war and they were starting to have the factions and all the things, but it's just, it's, it's so sad to see because it's, you remember the beauty in the cartoon, but now it's Mm -hmm. like a desolate planet with crystal on top of it. It's It's just, Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, depressing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was just like, and I think even like, well, the other interesting thing that with this is like, uh, when I think Mando mentions like he's never been to Mandalore, like, because mm-hmm. he grew up on the moon. And so, like, just like interesting, like, that's his first time seeing Mandalore mm-hmm. versus yeah. like mm-hmm. he's seeing it in its terrible wrecked state and he doesn't have any recollection of the Clone Wars era of Mandalore mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. that, which is interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. Mm-mm. And then the random creatures that just show up, it's like, where are you all coming from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just hidden in the depths. Hidden Mandalore. in the depths that all of a sudden have showed up. Mm-hmm. Um but I love the I'm gonna fast forward to when they find the waters. That scene was so interesting to me because it has it has like they're getting baptized pretty much yeah. with mm-hmm. their helmet. Yeah which yeah. i'm like hmm, that's an interesting reference and then um when she has to dive down i didn't realize what that creature was when she saw it like mm-hmm. when they when she was shooting back up mm-hmm. so dan she see you know the the what's it called Isaac? Mythosaur. the mythosaur that's yeah. the the uh, the emblem for the mandalorian like the okay. symbol yeah the mm-hmm. symbol. right right it's an actual creature but it was supposed oh, to be myth sweet. and you see it like mm-hmm. um Bo sees it as she's saving Mando in the water depths. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't move. It just kind of opens his eyes. Um, but it's there. And it's like, oh, what? what's happening? Like, is it what? physically there or is it like a manifestation? It's, no, it's there. Okay. It's, it looks at her yeah. and she's like, huh, it's real. She freaks out. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't even tell Mando. She's like, did you see mm-hmm. what was down there? And he's like, no. And she just keeps it to herself. Yeah. She doesn't say anything about it until she talks to... Um, armor the armor armor, mm-hmm. armor. Cool. yeah 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 it's it's a little wild yeah uh, yeah yeah nice. that was a very interesting scene and it was kind of like a at least for me it was like oh crap like what's gonna happen next like especially yeah. and then they ended that episode in a way that like they're still there and like mm-hmm. like what like i i know going to episode three i was like okay what's gonna happen because it's gonna get real interesting real fast but mm-hmm. um i mean they yeah. didn't really go back to that much right there but that was interesting yeah and that was that was mm-hmm. super cool to see that um mm-hmm. and add that into i think star wars lore and like just like star wars canon as well because i mean mm-hmm. in the sense of canon we don't until then we didn't really have actually reference of mythosaurs actually being a thing right yeah mm-hmm. it's very true mm-hmm. um it wasn't in the lead like legends at all like nowhere in the legends i don't think so i mean there's I, hundreds of content so who yeah, knows i but... don't from my knowledge i don't think there's like i mean obviously like i mean you have the myth of the myth of Thor and all this and that mm-hmm. the mandalorians used to ride it and we hear queel talk about that in episode or season one but i don't think there's actually even in legends they where they talk about like seeing those or mm-hmm. riding them or anything like that mm-hmm. that'd be so cool as if finds it once they start to rebuild and yeah becomes her pet (laughs) maybe i'm wondering if it'll come back i think it probably will i mean i hope so that would be random just to show it unless it's i mean it could be symbolism it could just be symbolism that she was able to see it because she is the true ruler of of mandalore because of her family or blah 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 Mm -hmm. um but i'm hoping that there's more to it than just symbolism Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think there will be i would assume there will be um, I think the other thought that crossed my mind, I was like, man, that thing's been down there 
like hanging out like during clone wars they're doing all this stuff and mm-hmm. like that just chilling, just, sleeping yeah he's just chilling yeah. balls oh, doing yeah. his thing and mm-hmm. if, he, if he showed up that could change the whole ballpark there right like mm-hmm. uh and so just like like i mean i don't know maybe that dude's hibernating for a thousand years i don't know what he's doing down there but like i i, just, I was also thought about that it's like that is interesting that Mm-hmm. He's been down mm-hmm. there. He, she, it, whatever. He's yeah. been down there for who knows how long. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, they even she even made a comment because Mando's like, I didn't, I didn't realize that was going to be that deep. She's mm-hmm. like, it's not. It's not normally that deep. There was no. an earthquake, so I wonder if it was hibernating for however long, and now yeah. the earthquake kind of woke it up, and it's but it's just chilling. It's like I don't just need to go to service. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good down here. I'm just awake. It's fine. It's all right. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, and then can we just mention that horrible looking creature that took Mando? I that thing gave me nightmares. Like the the little eye in the robot. Yeah, the like droid hybrid. I don't know. (gasps) It was it was a very creepy creature. Yes. Yes, Dan, you need to look this creature up. You I'm, I'm to... looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, the kidnapped Mando. It yeah. gave me was nightmares. Like Super a cyborg. Creepy. Yeah, like a there we go. Spi- cyborg, yes. Spider yes. cyborg thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Spider, oh, I see this big pterodactyl thing, but not that. Little... That okay, that was also creepy. Um, yeah, <laughs> another thing. Yeah. There's a lot of creepy uh, uh, monsters in this series. I love monsters. Yeah, a lot of them. Mando yeah. tends to have a lot of like scary looking monsters. Yeah, he, does. he attracts them. I think yeah. he really does. And I also thought it was interesting. Like, the, I mean, the dude like started taking his blood, like hooking yes. up the machines, and there's like, yes. what was all going on with that? Oh, okay, yeah. here we go. I don't know if they you got into it? that really. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, the blood thing was weird. Yeah, it's like it was a mad That's scientist funky. living on Mando. I know. I have yeah. many Mando. questions yeah. about this thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> many yeah. questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing I that we haven't touched on yet, when Mando's trying to use the dark saber, right? When he's first going down into the, <laughs> the cavernous area, you yeah. the struggle that he has with it, he still is so just cannot get his life together, right? Like you can just tell he's not he's not doing well with this. He has no training. But then yeah. when when Bo comes and the ease of which she takes that sword and she knocks that cyborg, whatever mm-hmm. it is, down. Mm-hmm. I just, the big contrast there, I just loved it because we already know that yeah. she's more skilled at handling it and it should be with her. Yeah. But I just mm-hmm. love that scene to just, you just saw Manto who could barely swipe he, at anybody. He's just hacking. Yeah, like, he's just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> trying to get it. And then she's just so easily picking it up and maneuvering it and handling yeah. it. I yeah. love that contrast too yeah. with her. I thought yeah. that was really great that they showed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because my first my first thought is like, well, maybe he was just trained in in blasters. But I'm like, no, he's a Mandalorian. They train in everything mm-hmm. in all aspects. And he had such a struggle. It's like, oh, don't give he sh- you shouldn't have that. That is that is not for that is not a toy for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Rogu would probably do better with it. Yeah. Well, I think I, and it was also just like because I think it heralds back to like rebels when sabine's training with it yes and like Mm -hmm. that like it actually like it's not just a sword like when you're dealing with the lightsaber and like those sorts of things like it it distinguishes it from like the best car sword that he had or spear Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. you have to work with the sword Mm -hmm. and work Mm -hmm. with it and like that sort of thing so like it really heralds back to that which i thought was a great call out but Mm -hmm. yeah like yeah we were 
I was joking with some other people. It's like that dude's gonna cut his toe off or something. I like, thought so. But it's like good thing he has Beskar on because if not, yeah. you might have lost some. I was waiting yeah. on it. I was like, oh Mando, you're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> you can just tell. Um, and then something else we even talked about the droid R5. that Mando takes. R five. Oh, poor R five. Yeah, that he gets from Paley. Oh my goodness, R five is adorable. And but that droid, uh uh-uh, when Paley was like, yeah, yeah, he's like, great, whatever. And you can just I love when the droids have that personality where they don't have faces. But, you know, that droid was like, "Mm -mm, no, 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 I'm I'm not going. No, no. (laughs) And then they force him on the ship. And then how she's just like, "Eh, like, you know, just be careful with them. Like, basically, like, he doesn't really work that well. And Mando's like, wait, wait a second. You just that's not what you said. You just said he's like the best droid. And then she's like, (laughs) "Okay, bye. I love her. I love whenever we get to see her on yeah. screen. So yeah. that was great. But R5 turned out to be a real asset. And even though I know Mando has that big hate for droids and he continues to do that. And I have a great comment when we get into some droids later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just loved, you know, how like Grogu's all worried about R5 and sending him into the dark. And Mando's just like, he's fine. Don't worry about it. He'll he'll be fine. I'm like, oh, poor R5. Mando. Well, and Grogu, like loves him like the first time he's like sends him out to do the readings he's like look you can watch him on the monitor he's fine and grogu's like so concerned Mm -hmm. so cute yeah Yeah, i I also love that like that's r5 that's in a new hope too like um it's the same droid yes Uh, i I mean so like like, anytime there's a throwback to like a new hope i love that well and like i love the fact that like uh pillamato was like hey like yeah, he's a good droid. And then when they're leaving, like, eh, he might be all right, which is also harkens back to when uh, Luke and his uncle were buying him right. and they're like, this mm-hmm. is a good droid. And then he goes up and, and blows his top <laughs> off. So, like, I think also, like, gotta that watch just, that bad motivator, man. Yeah, that, that was also just a fun, kind of a fun callback as well um, with R5. And yeah. it was fun to see R5, which is also, we get to see R5 talked about in the rebellion later. I another episode as well which we'll get to um with how some connections there cool with new republic you're gonna have to we'll okay, explain you're that gonna, you're we'll talk about that later because i didn't even make the connection of r5 to new hope and i'm kicking myself because i'm like how wow. did i not make that connection kind of a star wars fan are you well i was watching it while i was working so there's that embarrassing <laughs> embarrassing Listen, i had the r5 action figure Listen, right along with r2 i mean i had them both I don't have the R5. I have no. I have no. R2D2. I have BB8. I have the black version of BB8. I don't have BB8, so that throws me off. And that's all I have. Oh, and then I have the little the little guy from with the one wheel. Oh, uh, Dio. I can't remember his Dio? Name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Dio. Um, no. I have him too. And now I want an R5 and a BD1. Those are my two new droids I want. Mm-hmm. I've been playing. I've been playing Fallen Order because the new one's coming out oh, soon, yeah. and I yes. finally got access to play it. I did and too. BD1, I just started it the last month. So yeah, much fun! It is. It's so much fun. Uh, BD One is adorable, and I want him. <laughs> yes, BD One is. But a I fun just, droid. I would choose droids over any of the characters any day. So that's my own yeah. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know. Fair enough. Uh, anything yeah. else about Chapter Eighteen? And that was all my notes. That's it, yeah. Okay. Chapter 19, The Convert. Um, 
on Coruscant, former Imperials find amnesty in the New Republic. I, when I first, when this episode started, I'm like, is this a, a Book of Boba Fett issue where we're going totally off book from what we actually are supposed to be watching? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand the purpose. I do now because she comes back later and la la la. She is the but, villain. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is a villain. But I was so mad. I'm like, why am I not watching Mando right now? What is this crap? I almost skipped it. I was so ticked. But that's mm-hmm. my thoughts on it. I liked it. I liked watching the I setup. I yeah. liked how we got to see the scientist come back that was doing the cloning and working with mm-hmm. Grogu and Moff Gideon and all that tie-in. And I felt bad because he really wants to do something good in the world and he's just being oppressed everywhere. And now he's being judged because he was part of the empire and all that. Mm-hmm. And then he gets set up in this episode and the way that she mind wipes him at the end oh my gosh that was such a good scene like just the way she's like oh i feel so bad for my friend can i just stay and then just the look the way she just mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. instantly and then turns it up yep mm-hmm. it went like, to red are you sure it wasn't killing him i i think the whole purpose was just to completely mind wipe him so he's yeah. probably like a yeah. shell of himself at this point yeah okay yeah i, thought, we, I don't we, believe it was to kill him yeah because we don't see him again right like that's Mm-mm. the last time I see him. That's yeah. why I thought he was dead. But yeah. Moff makes a reference to him as basically like, you know, like he he can't help us anymore or something like that. So I didn't yeah, think he was dead. Yeah, because he gave the order. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is, in- I-, I thought that whole scene interesting. Also, when the Mon Calamari is like, hey, this will only hurt a bit. And then they turn it up. I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. going to hurt more than a little bit. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, poor dude. And then um, there was a a line. It was a trap. Did you catch that? that I callback? did. Yeah, I liked that. I couldn't remember which episode yes, yes. that was said, but That's I did. In this one, yeah, I wrote it down because yeah. I was like, oh, it's a it's a trap. Yeah, it's a callback. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what else? Oh, um, John John Favreau, the the Mando that he previously voiced. What's his name? Paz Vaz. What's his face? Paz Wizzle? Yes, him. Okay. Is I literally. Paz or... yeah, yeah, yeah. Paz. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to say exactly what I wrote down, but <laughs> I have a subversion. I still do not like his Mando. I do not like him as a Mandalorian. I was like, he is a jerk, not using that word when I wrote my notes, but. <laughs> um, but I feel bad now because I wrote the, this as I was watching the episodes and then he gets his redemption by the end. And now yeah. I feel bad that I wrote that down about him. So yeah. I just wanted to share. I could have skipped it, but I want to be real. I was just like, he sucks. I don't like him <laughs> in this episode. And then now I feel bad because of the way that it ends, which we will get to. But yeah. that was that was another note I had about him. Other thing I yeah, learned about. Because they show up at the end, right? There's, does the child get stolen at the end of this episode or the beginning of the next one i forget uh i don't remember hold on i gotta look at my notes and i could tell you no at the i think it's at the beginning of the next one okay because the end because the end of this episode yeah it's the beginning of the next one yeah because we're on 19 chapter 19 so convert like yeah this is bo katan's moment at the end of this episode with um the armor and being mm-hmm. brought into the way the pat or the that's right when they have all that stuff yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah sorry it's all i i watched it all at once so it's all like 
No, you're That's good. I feel like as I've watched it every week, I'm trying to like recall. I mean, it blends together. So yeah, it does. I, mm-hmm. I think the other thing I loved about this episode, which we also got in Andor um, as well, but like just seeing the more aspects of Coruscant um, and mm-hmm. the cityscape was pretty cool. It was. Uh, we we got to see. They went up and uh, when they were like the mountain part, the, the, the which is the peak, mm-hmm. which is the actual part of Coruscant and not the cityscape mm-hmm. like yeah like th- just seeing those aspects in Star Wars that we haven't seen before um mm-hmm. is a pretty cool um callback and uh I, I yeah I just think that's pretty cool um as well yeah. to see some of those things we haven't seen as mm-hmm. with everything um which also like jumping forward to like episode seven or chapter 23 when we get we can kind of get like the underworld of Coruscant in live action mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is pretty cool as well because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like all we've had is, like, animated Underworld in Coruscant. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. for the most part, we have got, we got... We got Underworld, somewhat Underworld, probably Midworld, with um, Attack of the Clones when they have to go after the... When they go after the change. Yeah, that, that's true. We get a little oh, bit. Yeah. We, get a, we get a little bit. We, we, a glimpse, we got a little like... bit of that in uh, Kenobi as well. Because yes. when we first start out, he's, like, in that... I, I, don't, I can't, Was that Coruscant or was that somewhere else? I forget. Uh, that was somewhere else. I thought it was... Oh, I thought it was Coruscant. Okay. It was remember. still very much Underworld. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I just think that's kind of cool as well. It was. Callbacks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of it more like feasible because we're so used to seeing Star Wars in this grandiose setting that we forget there's a nitty-gritty world that can be mm-hmm. tangible. Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. Actually seeing that, like, you know, um, kind of jumping ahead, but you see a little bit when later on when we get to Andor, you see that similarities on what you're talking about with Coruscant. Like you see mm-hmm. a lot of that different angles that we don't normally see. It's, yeah. very, it's really exciting. It's exciting yeah. to see that we can actually have that take on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like mm-hmm. the popsicle, I mean, they're walking around eating their popsicle thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was like. Yeah. I mean, just like everyday life, like, oh, I'm going to go to Dairy Queen and get a popsicle or they go mm-hmm. wherever on course not to get a popsicle. It's like right. kind of fun there's, to see those things as well. There's a monotonous world in Star Wars, believe yeah. it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just living their <laughs> lives. They live in that world. I don't want to be in the action of the world. I want to just live in the monotony of the world, whether mm-hmm. it's Star Wars or Potter. Yeah, I'll take I, either. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, just the regular yeah. daily life. Yeah, 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 just regular daily life. I don't have to be brave. I don't have to go fight anybody. Just let me live. Let me choose my world and live in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smoke a few death sticks, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some blue milk. It's all good. No. Ugh. No. Yeah. No. What kind? Of, I'm trying to think of like what kind of alcohol they had in the Star Wars universe. I can't think of any, but. I have no idea, but blue milk, at least the way Disney made it, well, it's disgusting. <laughs> you mean, can actually like try it at Disney. And wow. Corellian gin and there you go. there's some other stuff too. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Oh boy. Anything else from 19? I don't have anything. Okay. Nope. I didn't have much from that one. Uh, chapter oh, 20. hold on, hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. Do we need to, I feel like we just skipped, do, do you guys want to talk a little bit more about the um ending when Bo-Katan kind of becomes part of the path and it was so short yes it was, it was. So short mm-hmm. so yes that I did enjoy that so when the episode finally went back to them I started to pay attention oh, oh my gosh what I was working and I didn't care about the stupid scientist he's evil uh, I at love least that in my storyline I love it I don't um but we're it's okay um so Bo-Katan like her choosing to put her helmet on and to walk 
in the way like when she put it on and she repeated this is the way to the armor i'm like what is happening mm-hmm. why are mm-hmm. why are we so so for for room? dan to fill mm-hmm. in the holes a little bit so dan goes in the the water to repeat the korean and cleanse himself and whatever and you know he falls because it's broken yeah. and bo katan goes in and rescues him so now she has bathed in the waters she comes back with him they meet the armorer and she has yeah. not taken off her helmet and so she's asked you know have you removed your helmet since you bathed in the waters and she said no so then they're like okay well then you are now you know redeemed. you've redeemed yourself mm-hmm. yeah so that's how we got here gotcha yeah yeah but it's weird because it's a faction that she's not a part of she's that's not her normal faction. she's learning so from the old ways yeah yeah she's kind of <laughs> drifting back into that world yeah um yeah. And the interactions between her and the armor are pretty interesting, and they get more interesting in the next episode after the yeah, fight. Yeah, like their combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. What was your, I just what yeah. was your thoughts on it, Isaac? I mean, I just think I was yeah, I was kind of like, what the heck? Just like it went to the credits, and I was like, did Bo-Katan just become part of their covert and everything? Like, especially like after she's like, so it really mm-hmm. caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean we see the purpose of it later um yeah and yeah. everything that happens um and so yeah it's very interesting and i mean the other thing too is like it's not like she doesn't know what she's getting into because she was initially part of death watch and yeah mm-hmm. i mean in clone wars and stuff so i mean she knows what death watch is right i mean mm-hmm. better than anyone else so like it's like she knows what she's getting herself into and knows what's going on and so mm-hmm. it was just interesting that it was like so nonchalantly she's like this is the way and it was like okay mm-hmm. i guess that is what it is and we're moving <laughs> mm-hmm. on and it was just yeah it just really caught me off guard but yeah um yeah i think it was it was a neat scene and like you guys said like there's definitely some something going on with armor and bo katan and their mm-hmm. interactions are very interesting yeah yeah well, and is this also the scene where she gets her new armor? No, that's after no. the that's Never mind. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. I can't remember when she lost the arm piece because there's some significance in, in my world, in my head to that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was an interesting, it was an interesting transition because they don't even consider they talk about it in the later episode. They don't really call themselves Death Watch anymore because mm-hmm. Death Watch has literally broken up into their own factions. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, taken off so it's yeah. it's interesting but yeah yeah that's why i didn't like her at for in clone wars because i wasn't a fan of death watch that's fair mm-hmm. and she was that she was there and yeah. it's like mm, i don't know if i trust you because i don't trust death watch <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah fair. that's fair because mm-hmm. her sister is was her sister the duchess one that obi Satine. was in love with yeah yes, Satine. yeah yes mm-hmm. yeah and so i was rooting for Satine and obi even though they couldn't have a relationship absolutely so yeah. yeah 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 I w- okay i was this is a totally side note i was watching tiktoks and one of them was going through like these different things about different jedis i don't remember what but one of them said something about like one of the jedi had four wives and i'm like is this real life are you trying to break us like did did jedi i mean in the legends, did Jedi have wives? Does anybody know the answer to that? Any, or is it just I have no idea, I but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think there was some way back some leeway on all that. Um, so yeah, well, 
and it was apparently a Jedi who was on the council okay. during Anakin's time. So I'm like, oh, during well, Clone Wars, I don't, yeah, I don't know, know then. Hmm. Wait, this happened during like the newer, like the, the era of Star Wars that really that's what mm-hmm. it again, mm-hmm. it could be completely off. I've been seeing mm-hmm. a lot of TikToks lately, it's, I don't it, know why I, that just came to my mind, yeah. but it did. That sounds like one of those things where it would be like in the thousands of years when the Jedi were in their heyday, like they would be a little more free and open as opposed to the stodgy old people that we meet in the prequels. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I would see it. All right, I'm uh, sorry that so, I went us on a side note. Uh, so I just, Tiati Mundi was apparently allowed by the council due to specific uh, specific things within his homeworld and his species that allowed them to go ahead and marry him so he had multiple wives so that might have been okay so so it's true so yes it is true there you go interesting i don't know why that popped in my head as we were talking about things anyways my brain works (laughs) in weird ways that's all right um okay chapter 20 the foundling Mm -hmm. Uh, mando returns to the hidden covert which they're already there so i don't know why Anyways, um, pretty much this episode, Dan, they're back at the covert. It's mm-hmm. happening. Um, she said this is the way and it's kind of joined in with them. And they are finishing up. So the very first episode, we talked about the little Mando who was getting, or the little Mandalorian who was getting his helmet for the first time and was right. about to put mm-hmm. water on him. Well, it got interrupted because of something. So this episode, they're redoing it. Uh, okay. And again, it gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. And the child gets taken away by a monster. <sighs> yeah. So, but that have pterodactyl thing. Face. Yeah, it's like the pterodactyl thing. In yeah. my mind, so one thing with this episode, I it kind of got annoyed. I was kind of annoyed with what they decided to do in this episode because, to me, having a monster get take, having a monster come steal a child, and then having a cohort have to go save the child from the monster in their nest is very cartoony trope. It's so very much a trope of cartoons. It does we feel like cartoons. All the time. Mm-hmm. It felt very like no, nothing against the writers, but I'm like, did you did you run out of ideas? Yeah, well, it I, is Disney Star Wars. They tend to get weird with ideas. So yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I agree with that a little bit, Ashley. Is because I feel I do feel like they are like I feel like they could have came up like I love the principle of what they were trying to do in this episode with Bo and her kind of taking leadership and mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. Bo, Bo and Din earning honor which is really mm-hmm. what this episode's about but how they went about it I do feel like they could have done something else um to make that happen mm-hmm. um and I get the idea if you save some if you save the kid's life then their parent is gonna definitely want to repay you and i mean all that plays out but also like i do feel like there's a different way they could have gone about that um in this episode mm, but yeah. as a whole the concept behind this episode i do did like for what they were trying to accomplish mm-hmm. yeah what they i i agree I, I know they were trying to accomplish something specific because there's something in the mando code about if you save a foundling, mm-hmm. um, you're pretty much revered. Yeah. Um, so I understand that part, but just it was just the 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 concept of way like they could have done mm-hmm. something totally different to save a foundling. Yep. That concept was very like we see this in cartoons literally all the time. Literally, you're watching Dan and they find the nest and it's the babies 
And then mama comes and spits out the child who's still mm-hmm. alive out of her mouth to try to get to the babies. Like it's literally cartoon. Yeah. What we normally see. Yeah. So that part was the one that I'm just, I, I was very, I was like, really? I mean, to be really? fair, we, to be fair, we did get Boba Fett riding a rancor in season two of, Bo- or in season one of Boba Fett. So, mm. I mean, but that's nothing we've ever seen in a cartoon. They, uh, we saw him riding a dinosaur in the, uh, Star Wars. Oh, you did see him, right? Well, and he did okay. mention. He did, did mention. I've written bigger that. things than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did he really? He did mention that, which technically could allude to the fact that the Star Wars holiday special is canon. Oh, just throw that in there. I have a TikTok That's... for that with George uh, Lucas <laughs> coming soon. I'm just that evil. <laughs> That's a whole another conversation. I throw that in there just because I'm that. Evil. Well, we did a whole episode on the holiday special a couple. I thought weeks you guys ago. did. It yeah. Was yeah, it was. I, I apologized on air be- for making them watch it because <laughs> I yeah. was mad that I watched. It. I can't different. say I've never, I've never actually watched them. So. Don't, don't, do no, it. do, do. It ruins. Do. It Why ruins would you do that? Star Wars Why would you tell them to do that? <laughs> everyone, because everyone should experience it. At some point. Point. If you're a Star like Wars it. fan, you should experience it. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, whipster, uh, whipster, whipster. Uh, and it's beat we said it was pound but yeah I mean, we said pound it was beat, beat. i'm which so sorry worse. i got that wrong which is so worse yeah. okay moving on anyway. um uh, so <clears throat> that part in the episode was everything else in the episode i loved other yeah. than the, the monster i can get um, that mm-hmm. and again they took us back stinking order 66 i cannot again i cannot say what i wrote down in my notes on this show give us a give us a, a but a what the version. actual beep order 66 again is what it says in my notes so dan we have this this fun little scene with the armor and grogu mm-hmm. and she's She's kind of like talking him through like, you know, what it means to be Mandalorian and all that. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. You know, Grogu's getting some history. And then he has a flashback. Did you not see the flashback coming, though? Because every time we get armor made, armor making armor, we get a flashback. I didn't expect Order 66. Can we like fast forward through that part? That's my question. We already have seen this in the show. They added something, though, Sammy. I don't. I understand what they added. Made me not as angry, but I still was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I know. <laughs> I'm so tired well, of seeing this. So, Isaac, people, we have a history. People fans just love pain. That's what it is. I know. Yeah. Let's just torture ourselves. There's a history with Pixie Dust Twins when we talk about orders. Whenever we talk about Star Wars, it's like Order 66 pops up everywhere. And we always mm-hmm. complain about it. It's just what we do. <laughs> but the one thing that I do love from Order 66 in this episode is we get a new Jedi. Yep. And it's none other than, I'm going to say his first name wrong. Ahmed. Ahmad. 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 So one yeah. of those. Ahmed. Ahmed Best, who <laughs> yeah. plays Jar Jar Binks. He so originally, Ahmed thought he was going to be a Jedi when he started mm-hmm. in the prequels. And he was... A, um so this was kind of like a redemption for him yeah that's what i wrote down i don't think it's a redemption because he he did good he did great with jar jar for what Mm -hmm. was given to him Mm -hmm. redemption is not the right word um it is a 
what's a dream? I guess a dream come true for him mm-hmm. to that be a Jedi saving Grogu, mm-hmm. saves Grogu out and gets him to where he needs yes, to go yeah. uh, away. That's so it like was, yeah, it was I, really cool. Yeah. I have it in all caps. OMG, Ahmed Best gets to be a Jedi in most yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was just fun. Uh, I, I like, and he was like, I mean as we like watched him like fight the clones and stuff i mean he was good it wasn't like hey yes. it's like i mean he was a solid jedi and Great. so like mm-hmm. it was it was pretty cool to see that and to see the um what they did with that and how mm-hmm. all that happened mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. it was it was a neat scene so i mean i've loved the order 66 scene so um but i, I also pain. i feel like, it's, I feel like it's, one those, pain. it's one of those things though order 66 is like is like the crux of star wars like yeah, yeah. It, it changes so much and like it's it's the yeah. reason we have star wars like yeah 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 it just hurts over it hurts over. every time and grogu's face i was just like this is terrible mm. yeah he's so traumatized oh my god yeah <laughs> well yeah. it's like even so i was watching one of the tiktoks i saw was the lego version of order 66 oh god <laughs> oh and it was the and Anakin walks into the kids and the kids are like, but but Master Skywalker and they say something. He's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, everything's fine. I don't need to be. I don't need to. Um, I can destroy Palpatine and like he the Lego thing. And then um, one of the kids says, but but um, but uh, Master Anakin, you're not on the Jedi Council. You're just there. And that's when he turns the lightsaber back on in the kid's face. And then it slaps out. I'm like, that is everywhere, so even in the Lego world. So close. How that's dare they? So bad. Oh, goodness. Wow. You're not part of the council. All right, kid. <laughs> that's terrible. Just oh, imagine if he had actually been on the council already 66. Never mind that ever happened. I mean, who knows? What or if? at least, you know, I don't know. He might have. He would have felt more out. valued by that. Would have felt so. more valued. He might not have killed children. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. The the Star Wars what if the Star Wars what if show that we oh, need it's endless. is. <laughs> we got so many series, options. Yeah. So you know many. what? If they want to do a cartoon Star Wars what if series, I might actually watch it. Just to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've seen so many yeah. comics of like Anakin sort of, you know, not turning to the dark side, marrying Padme, raising Luke and Leia. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, it's all over Pinterest yeah. and, oh, yeah. and it's everywhere. TikTok and Instagram. Like people want people want to see the good side of them. They don't want him yeah. to become dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and yeah, things would be different. It would be like more of a monotonous uh show than than mm-hmm. yeah. the, yep. the heart wrenching Star Wars roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um what about you? Any anybody else have thoughts about this episode? Is this the episode where Bo gets her armor? Or is that later? Oh yeah, that is this episode. So that's what I'm talking about. That's what I was gonna talk about earlier. So after the um they save the child, her arm her armor part comes off. Mm-hmm. So their armor and this is where she sends her out, so this is important. Um, she they make a new plate for her her arm, and that's when she's in there with the armor, and she's like, "Can you make? Can you put the symbol of the what is it? A myth, myth, 
Mythosaur. Mythosaur. Can you put the Mythosaur symbol on instead of the Night Owl? Because everything else is Night Owl for her, mm-hmm. but she wanted the Mythosaur. And she tells the armor about the Mythosaur. And their armor is sitting there saying, oh, it, we... I mean, it's a good vision, or it's a good. She's like, no, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Like she's trying to make her understand no, this was no, not a vision. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I actually saw this mm-hmm. thing. Like it's there, and you could tell that there. I feel like the armor had more to say, and she didn't mm-hmm. when yeah. it came to like what all this in due time. Be. You know, and I think the armor is like very much like you know less installed out a little bit at a time as you need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I feel like if she actually took off her helmet, she'd be like this wise old woman. I know, sort of right? Yeah. Um, even though she's not, we know who plays her, and she's not an, mm-hmm. an old woman. Not. Um, <laughs> and I, I thought the moment when she tells her to take her helmet off. So she's she's decided to stay in the way, but then she's like, "You need to take her take off your helmet." And she's like, "But she's like, do you trust my judgment?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, take off your helmet, and like. The moment they walk out and she doesn't have her helmet and all of the Mandos like look like what like you could you can't see their faces but you know what mm-hmm. their faces are saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says she walks both ways. It was so powerful and so mm-hmm. like, oh, she has a lot to do here soon. Like yep. she's not going anywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's gonna be the one to unite everybody. It was so great. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our Mando is just gonna be there to help her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's sort of becoming his role in life. Like he's not really like he's a leader of sort of his own. Obviously, he's a protector of Grogu when he's got his own thing. But as far as like leading Mandalore, he's really more of an side asset mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to which I think that works, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I don't I mean, the other thing too is like, I don't think he wants. I mean, when no. we see that, like he doesn't want that responsibility no. or he Absolutely. doesn't. He doesn't see himself as I'm the one called to reunite Mandel or mm-hmm. anything like that. But he does. He wants to be a part of it, but he doesn't want to be uh, leading that. So, right. but which it fits it's too much work. It fits it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh goodness, yeah. So that that was probably that was the ending of that episode. So I explained people, um, this has been a great episode. I enjoyed talking with the Pixie Dust Twins and Dan, um, the add-on there. And uh, we had a great conversation about Mandalorian's season three. Um, so let us know what you guys think on that as well and all that's happened with that and the ending uh, there. So with that said, uh, we will be done with our episode for today and we'll be back next week. As we always like to say here in Ike's Flame, light the fire. Have a great week.